Welcome to another episode of Take It Away. Living Your Best Life. I'll take away this microphone so no. I'll talk anymore. Um, today, we have a lot to discuss, don't we? We do. We sure do. First of all, congratulations. On? Quitting your job. Yes, that's true. I quit my job a week ago. It was so scary. Tell us more. Oh, my God. So, um, the way it happened, actually, I've been planning to quit my job for a while now. But I didn't know when the time would be right. Mm. I remember bringing it up to you that I wanted to quit my job, but you're like, "Are you sure?" Blah blah. Well, no, I'm not. I'm not anti-quitting jobs. Yeah. Like, to be honest with you, I'm actually pro-quitting jobs because <laughs> of all the jobs that I've quit. But <laughs> yeah, you've quit a lot of jobs. I've Can quit, you tell us about that? I've quit a lot of jobs, but um, it's just for me. It's it's like the big mistake that I've always made was quitting because I hated the job. But not like planning on what I'm gonna do next. Yeah, like that was kind of like the the mistake that I would make. So I, I would quit, and then I'd be like, "Oh shit!" Now I have to like find another job. But it's just to me, there's really no point of just bouncing around. Yeah, definitely. unless you actually hate the place, mm-hmm. or it's like it's a not very very bad job. There's only two reasons why you work anywhere: it's for education, to learn, or financial to purposes. to to get a lot of money. Yeah. So if you're not getting either or, then you're in the wrong place, and you should yeah. definitely quit. But if you're making money or you're learning a lot, then you should definitely stay. And if you decide to quit that job, then it should be for a good reason. And it should be because you know what you're going to do next. So for you, the reason why I was talking to you about it was, uh, you know, obviously now that you quit your job, you have to double down on on um, on your on your business, on your uh, eyebrow business. Yeah. So with that being said, it was just kind of a matter of like, okay, yo, do you want to do that now and like put all your effort into it now? Or did you want to wait a little bit and then slowly you know ease into it but you know obviously you wanted to just jump right in and just you know hit the ground running type of thing so yeah honestly for a, for a while I was waiting until I get my microblading and ombre uh ombre powder certificate so I can because obviously that's more pay so I'd be able to um I'd be I'd be financially able to just quit my job and live off of that why are people so attached to their jobs like why why is it so scary for so many people like why do you think it was scary for me to quit my job but why like why is that like what is it is it the aspect that you're changing is it's it because like, the income isn't coming in is it like what what is it that makes you that makes people hang on to shit that they get comfortable with you know what i mean like why is it that as human beings we we get comfortable with stuff and then we just hold on to them we can't change it yeah i guess you know? it's, it's just fear of like of the unknown you know you don't know what's gonna happen like if you're not working a full-time job because a full-time job is pretty secure if i might say like it's it's like guarantee money and it's like it's like you're guaranteed a paycheck every two weeks i hate that I hate yeah and that's why people are like so attached to it because they're like oh my god like if i leave that a secure job that pays me bi-weekly a certain amount for like um for a business that i'm trying to pursue it's like what if it fails? What if what if this happens? What if that happens? What if I'm not able to make as much money as I did uh, working my full time job? We live we live in a in like a I, I think it's always been like this, but we live in a world where a lot of people are just very insecure. They're very unaware of their their potential. So because of that, they never live up to their own potential. So they they would rather have that 
that false sense of security because it's not, you don't actually have security even if you're working for a company. You're always at the disposal of a company, you know? So you get this false sense of security because, oh, I'm working for somebody and they're always going to be paying me. But they're very insecure about their own cap- like their own capacity to produce because they never develop the, the characteristics that they need to actually be successful in the marketplace. So a lot of people, they're so afraid to take that risk, to take that step. And the reason that they're so afraid is because they've never invested that time in themselves to actually put themselves in a position where they're competent enough to actually take yeah, that next that's step. True. So they always stay incompetent. So they're always looking forward to the weekend. And what do they do on the weekend? They spend their time on Netflix. They spend their time partying. They spend their time doing fuck all. And they, because of that, they never get the tools they need to actually progress themselves forward. You know, because they're, they're just... A lot of people are like, oh, where do I start? I don't even know how to start a business. I don't know the first thing about starting a this. I don't know the first thing about starting a that. And it's, it's like it's always you, gonna start off slow as well. It's not even about starting off slow. It's about starting. Yeah, like you, it's you slow just have or to start. not. Some people, yeah. some people just like that. It doesn't start off slow for everybody. Some people are just they hit the ground running, and mm-hmm. it's you know everybody is on their own journey. It's not about oh, yeah, slow definitely. or fast, but it's just about starting. Like some people are just a lot of people are just afraid of starting their own thing because. Now it's like, now it's in their hands. Now it's, Mm -hmm. they're at their own disposal. Whereas before they're putting the trust in somebody else. We grew up, our whole lives are being taken care of by parents. So we're essentially slaves to our parents. The next step is to be slaves to our our employers. You know, it's it's like, first we go to parents, we go to teachers, and then we go to um, employers, you know? And then from there, it's like, we're slaves to everything. We just like putting our security in the hands of everybody else and we don't like taking it on upon ourselves and that's the problem with a lot of people is that they don't know how to say you know what this is my life maybe i should take fucking control of it you yeah know? you know my supervisor uh like uh, when i was saying bye to everyone she even mentioned that she's like you know i salute you because honestly it's not easy to just go after like start your own business and like yeah. like just quit your job and start your own business it's honestly it's, it's not, not it's not and i salute you too so she said she told me like yo you're brave (laughs) and it's funny because you know it's like obviously it takes it takes a lot it takes brave like it takes you need need it does take a lot but it's like it's also the smart thing to do it's what people should be doing and it's not even it's not to say that everybody should be quitting their jobs and starting their own business but it's like you should be what you want to pursue but it's about oh shit i just burped but it's about quitting the thing that you don't like doing and pursuing the thing that you want to be doing whether that's working for the company that you that you've always wanted to work for going to the school that you've always wanted to go to or starting your own business whatever that means to you if you're not pursuing what you actually want to be pursuing then you're, you're you're essentially wasting your potential yeah you know dude honestly just i was i was at work the other day and there was that customer that I was telling you about that came in. This guy was, he's, he's a one, he's, he's a, he's probably one of the richest people I've ever met in my life. Like the guy sh- like shits money. Um, he came in, I was showing him one of our cars and he decided that he was going to buy it just to kind of sum up the story. It wasn't that easy, but he decided eventually that he was going to buy the car and he was like, okay, well, you know what we're going to do? I'm going to go to my house. I want to I want to test drive the car. But while I'm test driving, I want to go to my house, pick up the check, bring it back, and buy the car. So we're like, okay, sounds good, you know. So we get in the car. 
We drive to his house. He has a beautiful, beautiful house. So it's him and his wife. And his wife gets down. She goes inside the house to get the checkbook. So I was just in the car. We were just chatting. He was telling me, uh, he was telling me about, you know, traveling and whatnot. And the topic came up of, you know, just obviously it's it's annoying process sometimes when you're going through like airport security and whatnot when you're traveling. So he's he's telling me he's kind of laughing about that. And he's like, oh, I don't I don't have that problem. I'm like, why? I assume maybe because he's wealthy, you know. He's a yeah, rich like guy. He's he a white guy. In. He just gets in probably. It's easier. He's a lawyer. Maybe he has connections. Oh, is that how the conversation brought up? Yeah. And then and then he's like, oh, well, it's because I have my own jet. I was like, no, no. First, he's like, I have my own plane. So me, I thought it was like one of those like, you know, like two-seater planes that like, you know, you fly yourself. Mm-hmm. So in my head, I'm like, oh, okay. That's, that's kind of cool. Yeah. And then, but I was still kind of curious. He's like, yeah, we fly it around. You know, we went to Florida with it. I was like. Okay, you can't go to Florida with that fucking plane. So it must be like a bigger plane. So I'm like, okay, uh, what? And then he's like, yeah, so, you know, we have we have our own jet. We fly around. It's like so stuff. uncommon for us to meet people with the private And then jet. me, I'm just like. Especially so, in Ottawa, right? Yeah, so I'm like, yeah, you have a jet? He's like, yeah. I'm like, how easy is it to fly then? He's like, oh, I just walk into the airport five minutes. I go to my plane and I'm gone. I'm just like, wow. And it just opened up my whole, like, my mind to like this possibility of like this life, like this life that's out there that's possible mm-hmm. for that's within reach type of thing, you know? So I just throughout the rest of the day, like I was just talking to this guy, asking him questions and, you know, it just, to me, it was like, it was like, it opened up my mind to like the possibilities out there. And it showed me that, you know what, man, like there's shit that we're doing and that, and that we think that we have to do for the rest of our lives and then there's shit that people are doing that makes you question what you're even doing. Oh yeah. Like there's the people that you encounter that after you encounter them, you make it makes you almost question the way you've been thinking about life for your whole entire life. Like just talking to this guy made me realize, like, yo, this this shit is doable. Like this guy is a human being just like me. This guy, he. You know, he's a regular guy. He's nothing special. Yeah, he didn't grow up wealthy. You know, and you could tell he had the character. Like, he's not nothing special. He's, he had, a like, a solid character. You could tell mm-hmm. that he was a, a, a successful man. But it's just like, at the end of the day, you realize that we're all humans. And it's all within our grasp to obtain all the things that we want to obtain. And when we, usually when we talk about doing stuff like that, it's always, like, um, tangible things. It's always, like, the monetary, the, the material things. But we... Like when I look at somebody like that, I'm looking beyond that and I can actually see the, like I can see the effects of it. You know what I mean? I can see how this person got all those things. It's beyond tangible at this point. It's like, yo, this person has something figured out. He figured out something. He tapped into a part of his mind that allows him to exceed the limitations that are set by society. Yeah, because you told me he owns a law firm. He owns four law firms. Oh, damn. Yeah. Why stop at one, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he could have just been a lawyer. I mean, no offense, but not, not saying being a lawyer is bad. Like, being a lawyer is an amazing job. But I'm saying, like, he didn't just stop there. Yeah. He's like, let me let me own my own law firm. Exactly. Let me own four law yeah. firms. Well, because here's the thing. Everything is relative, right? Yeah. Like, everything is relative to what you compare it to. So it's like, I can say, oh, like, oh, being a lawyer, that's the most amazing thing. But it's like, it's relative. So it's like being a lawyer compared to being somebody who owns a law firm. 
well, now being a lawyer ain't shit. Now it's about the person who owns the law firm. Yeah, that's true. Okay? And then it, it just, it's everything is relative to what you compare it to. So sometimes it's like, just because something is, just because society seems some, deems something as, you know, that's what you should be aiming for, doesn't necessarily mean that that's the end all be all. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's kind of my point. It's like a lot of people, like you just said, would have probably stopped at like, oh, let me just be a lawyer. I have my 350K a year. I'm good. You know? Yeah, he but, didn't stop. <laughs> but it's just like it takes it takes a different kind of person to take that next step and move beyond the point of just like comfort. Yeah. You know, because that's what kills people. Like my post this morning, I was saying there's two ways that life can win over you. It can either beat you to death, it can either beat you to submission, where you give up. Or it could lull you into submission, where you get contempt, where you get happy with and satisfied with everything that you have. And you're like, oh, you know what? Maybe I don't need to do this. Maybe I don't need to work harder. Maybe I don't need more. I'm grateful for what I have and I don't need anything else. Which, I mean, you should be grateful for what you have, but that doesn't mean you should stop there, you know? There is exactly, more. exactly. Of course, you should be grateful. I'm not saying you should not be grateful, mm-hmm. but that's not the point. The point is... That you're content with what you have. If you yeah. want more, you should get more. You know? Be grateful but not content. Exactly. Exactly. And a lot of people are like, they, they look at that and they see a negative behind that. Oh, it's greed. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. But it's not because it's like... The potential is out there. It's not. It's that, of course. It's just like, I am living this life and I want to live it to the fullest. So why should I limit myself to please other people? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like it's pot, like, I mean, we, we scroll through Instagram we look at all these opportunities that are, that people are experiencing. Obviously, like it took a lot for them to get there. But 90% of the shit on Instagram is bullshit. I know. But for the people that actually, like the people who are actually uh, legit, mm. that actually did go through a lot to get there. Um, it is inspiring. It's inspiring. And it's not only that, it's like you look at that and you're like, wow, you know, I wish I could experience that. But what what's stopping you? You know, you yeah. could, you do have the possibility to experience that. It just takes uh, takes effort. It's not easy. Yeah, it it's takes really... creativity and effort yeah. to get there. Yeah, and, and I feel like it even takes more. It takes, it takes patience, man. It takes yeah. durability. It takes endurance. Like, man, this shit is a marathon. Yeah, Honestly, you, it's you a marathon. Know, it's not a sprint. I think it's not about who works harder. It's about who works smarter also. Yeah. But you know who beats both of them? The person who's smart and works hard. You know, the person who mixes both. I feel like that's like, now you're at the top of your game. Mm -hmm. You know, now that you, now once you reach that, you're like, okay, now you're good. Yeah. Speaking of being content, I remember at some point, like, because I personally, I really did like my full-time job. Like I work, I used to work with kids and I loved it. I loved the kids. It was so hard saying goodbye to them. I remember the my last day. I was telling them like today is my last day. They were all they they were really sad. They're like, "Why are you leaving? Where are you going?" And obviously, you know, they're kids, so they don't really understand the stuff. Yeah. I just told them, you know, I'm moving on to other things. I'm working somewhere else now. I told them I'm gonna come visit you guys sometimes. Mm. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, that's why you need to make decisions based on yourself and not other people. Yeah, that's because the, change is not only scary for you; it's scary for the people around you as well. Yeah, it terrifies everybody. Yeah, definitely. Change is a scary thing, and you know, not 
not everybody can handle it. And that's why a lot of people decide to just never act on it. But man, and that made me realize working with kids, it's not easy. You know, I not only like the kids themselves, but the fact that when those kids do grow up, I mean, it's like you guess you you get you're with them for a certain period of time and then you get so attached, they get attached to you. Then by the end, it's over, they're gone. And then you but then even when they're gone, you know, there's going to be other kids that you're going to be attached to. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Like honestly, the way the way I look so at it's it, it's like a cycle. The way I look of at attachment it, and then like loss. And it's also a cycle of interruption. <laughs> I just want to talk. It's okay, talk, baby girl. Let it out. <laughs> but what what I was gonna say is, I feel like a lot of people they 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 really put their kids in the hands of the educators. They put their yeah. kids in the hands of teachers too much. And as I'm sure, as an educator, you. You probably seen too much power, too much influence over these kids. Like you dealing with them is literally shaping who they are. But that's weird because you're you don't know these kids. You know what I mean? Like you're their teacher, but it's not like you gave birth to them, or it's not like you raised them, or you're related to them. Yeah. But you're raising them. It's I like, know. I'm just with them for a year, and that's all. And you're with them more than their parents for that year. Yeah. Realistically. That that's what made me wanna wanna do more because I just realized like if I'm gonna be working there. For the rest of my life, if I'm working like nine to five with these kids, I'm already with kids from nine to five. And then imagine going home to kids. Yeah. I feel like you're putting so much effort into those kids that you're not even, you're not going to put as much effort into your yeah. own kids. You're going to go home. You're going to be exhausted. Exactly. And how scary is that? Work, thinking like imagine doing something and then ha- like a job and then realizing that you're stuck in this for the rest of your life. Honestly, it's a beautiful career to work with kids. It's it it fuck depends. that for the rest of your life. Oh my god! Wow. No, well, for for some people, I mean, I don't know, I don't know. I I, mean, I think I think it's beautiful to work with kids, but it's just for me, it's not. I mean, it's it's not that it's a bad job. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about jobs in general. I'm not talking about kids. Yeah. Like that 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 job in specific. I'm talking about any job, even my job. Like I show up there and I love it. Like I really enjoy it. Like I, I'm driving sick cars every day. I'm talking with, you know, successful people, and it's it's a nice paying job as well. Yeah. You know, the people I work with are good, but it's like the thought of just being stuck somewhere, no matter where that is, mm-hmm. every single day, and just kind of answering to somebody and just kind of being under that like you're here from nine to five and you cannot leave until I tell you you cannot go on vacation unless I approve of it. You cannot be sick unless you call in first and you have a sick day. It's just like, that is like, whoa, imagine that for the next oh my God. 40 years. Holy shit. You know, oh. it was mind blowing to me the, the next day after I quit and I was home. I'm just like, whoa, like, I can't believe I don't have to wait until Saturday or Sunday to have my day off. Like I can choose when I want my days off. And uh, like, if I'm sick, I can just, I can decide to be sick and I don't have to call into work to tell them that I'm sick. Cause especially with my job, you had to call someone, you had to find your own supply to replace yeah. you. And if you don't find one, you're, you're forced to go to work. Yeah. And uh, like, that's insane. And you're just, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's not even to shit on in, like being an employee because I feel like there's this whole trend nowadays of like entrepreneurship. It's for everybody and everybody should do it. But it's like, 
I'm not saying that it's not for everybody, but some people, they don't want that. Like some people just want to work and they enjoy their, their industry. Like they've gone to school for it. That's what they want to do. And they decide mm-hmm. that they want to work somewhere. And, you know, that's not to say that I'm, I'm not shitting on that person, but it's just like the person that's like, that thinks that, that that's what they have to be doing for the rest of their yeah. life. The person that thinks that, that, that that's it. They yeah, have no options. No, yeah. You know, that's what I'm talking about. And that's like, that's a shitty position to be in. They're just the position of like, I don't want to be here, but if I'm not here, then I can't put food on my table. Yeah, like I have no other option. This yeah. is like I'm forced to do this. Like that's a terrifying dilemma. That's a terrifying situation to be in. And it's like a lot of people feel free. that a lot of people imprison themselves because they think that that's their only way is like, okay, I have to work here and I'm at the disposal of my employer. But it's like, or my my employer. Uh I feel like I said it weird. Did I say it weird? No, I think, I think that's fine. Employer. Yeah, it's just when you're trying to think and talk at the same <laughs> time, it gets a little difficult. But um, but yeah, like just being, a lot of people think that they're at the disposal of their employer, but or they're stuck to their jobs, but they don't realize that they have so much potential. And it's just like, just figure out what you like doing, figure out what you want to be doing, and be then creative. fucking do it. It takes a lot of creativity. Yeah, creativity and effort, but it's like, what's the alternative? The alternative is to be miserable. The alternative is to just sit around all day and die while you're like, I was watching this uh, Les Brown. Yeah. He's like, a lot of people died at 23 and they didn't get buried until 73. You know what I mean? A lot of people die at 23 and don't get buried until 73. I'm just like, whoa, whoa, that's, whoa. Like that's what a what a line, what a line, and it's just it makes it makes me realize like okay what am I doing everything that I do, there needs to be a why there needs to be like okay I'm doing this because I want to get here and when I get here I'm gonna get there, mm-hmm. you know and continue like continuing on and just getting towards that goal, yeah you know am I moving myself closer to that goal and if I'm not then why am I doing it, you know and that should be the thought process. Like that has to be the thought process or else you're just wandering around. Like you're just wandering around. And that's a scary thing. Like that's a terrifying thing to to, to realize that, oh my God, I'm just wandering around. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know where I've been. I don't know what I've done with the past 20 years of my life. That's a terrifying thing. You know, imagine being 65 and having nothing to show for it. Imagine dying at 65 and not being able to give your kids an inheritance or not being able to give your kids something to be proud of or not being able to give yourself something to be proud of. I was watching a video, Les Brown was saying, imagine dying, imagine being on your deathbed and around your deathbed are the ghosts of all the, all the people that you could have been. Oh, all that potential that you've had that you never acted on. And they're standing around your deathbed saying, you could have brought us to life. We came to you for life, but now we have to die with you. I was like, whoa. Yeah. You know, I feel like each person has different paths that they can take. Um, I f- like, I feel like, uh, you know, everything's written. Like, you know, I, I feel like as each individual has has a plan that's written for them, but there's different stories for each person and yeah. each step that you take can take you into a different, um, into a different story. 
Yeah. It's like one big story, but there's several different versions. Yeah. So there's di- several different versions of of uh, each person. Yeah. So each person has the uh, has the potential to to become whatever they actually yeah. want to be. Yeah. Essentially, you you have the ability to pick your narrative. Yeah. You know, I remember that was something I used to think a lot about because I was like, okay. Is this something that we create our destiny or is it like something that's already laid out? Because if it's already laid out, then isn't that kind of unfair? Because like what if what's laid out for you is just misery and failure and you know what I mean? How do you control your destiny? So that was something that I've always I questioned. But then, you know, just it's all about it's all about believing in what you want to be doing. Mm-hmm. And believing in yourself and where you want to go. Yeah. And I feel like that it unfolds itself. It reveals itself very beautifully. And I don't think anything is set in stone. Yeah, I, I don't think, think so either. I think there's, like you said, I think there's a lot of... There's different versions of the story. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of stories. And I think that what you do is essentially you just... You kind of, as you go, you start cementing things. You mm-hmm. know? Like the infrastructure builds... Which each, with each step that you take, you know? And I think that each step you take takes you either towards what you want to be doing or what you don't want to be doing. You know what's, you know what's, um, you know what's an, uh, like a, a good example that I kind of thought of? Mm-hmm. Imagine for your whole life, you're taking one step forward and one step backward. For your whole life, you take a step forward, and then you go back. And then you take a step back. After 40 years, you're going to be exactly where you were. Yeah, exactly. But imagine being somebody that started off in the same place as that person. Mm-hmm. But every single day you take a step forward, a step forward, a step forward. Yeah, it's the little things you do every day. And I feel like uh, a big thing is um, doing things that you don't normally do. Yeah getting yourself uncomfortable because that's that's what that's what's going to take you to to where you want to be that's what's yeah. going to honestly yeah that's what's going to make you develop more yeah take you a step further yeah you're right thank you <laughs> but like i was just thinking about that just how many people are walking in place not moving forward not moving backwards just staying exactly where they've been while life just passes them on that's a terrifying idea that's a terrifying thing i remember i i think this was a quote if you're not moving forward if you're not if you're the same person you were a year ago then you're not the same person you're actually worried because by each year you're supposed to get better muhammad Ali had a similar quote to that i like it's probably uh where i got it from no he had a similar one Um, muhammad ali was if you're the same person at 30, uh, if you're if, if at 30, no, if at 60, you're the same person you were at 30, then you've wasted 30 years of your life. Yeah, you actually didn't. Uh, you're not the same person. You're actually, you're just, you're, you just, uh, it decreased. Yeah, it's just a lot of people, because yeah. it's, it's all about what you do, right? It's all about what you do on, on the day-to-day basis, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like little things, that- little things that build up. Like even right now, like think about what's going on in Lebanon. Think about how long everybody was saying they should be doing this. You know, 
Yeah. I remember for in the Middle East, everybody was like, oh, in I, Iraq. Everyone complains about it. In, in Iraq, too. Like, everybody's like, oh, they should be protesting. They should be protesting. But it's like, imagine they started protesting back when they first decided that, yo, they should be protesting. You know what I mean? Or there would have been change earlier. The change would have happened earlier. But it's like, I'm happy that at least shit's, they're doing something now, whatever. At least they're actually trying something. Yeah. They're trying to change something. Whether it's for better or worse, but at least, like, they're trying to make a change. Because the worst thing that you could do is actually just say, you know what, fuck it. Let's just, it's not that bad as it is now, you know? Yeah, see, for, I mean, there's definitely countries that are suffering a lot a lot more mm. but lebanon is suffering with with some things like we don't have electricity they don't have electricity proper electricity there's a huge garbage crisis like you've mm. never been to lebanon but it's it's disgusting like some spots like literally smell like garbage yeah. and it's a beautiful country and the, the people of lebanon they just want to they want to progress they see all these they're they go to these western countries and they see how how uh, advanced these countries are and they realize and they notice that their government they they have the money. They had the potential to make Lebanon a great country to be um, as advanced as all these Western countries, but they're not. They're just keeping all the money in their pockets. Yeah. And that's I'm glad that like the Lebanese people decided to stand up for it. It's yeah, I mean, amazing. Like I I was looking through uh, the videos on Instagram and. Okay, but why are they sitting people? in pools? That's my question. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen a video of some guys sitting. Oh in yeah, I I reposted that. It's so funny. This guy's literally just chilling. I love I've never people. seen a protest so like party atmosphere. Like they're yeah. just dancing and shit like that. I was like, what are they like? What are yeah. they protesting or is this like a celebration of raid? It, it's a celebration because they know change is coming. Yeah. I've never seen a, a protest where they're celebrating the outcome before the changes occurred. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, shout out to them, you know? No, it's sick. And honestly, I hope that. I hope that it changes because Lebanon yeah. is a beautiful country. Honestly, just it from is. the pictures that I've seen that you posted, like, dude, when we go, we gonna have some fun. Oh there, my god, dude. I can't wait! Honestly, seeing the protests and stuff, I wish I was there. But it's about time. Honestly, it's about time. Like, you know, I think this is an amazing time in history yeah. for Lebanon. Yeah, there's there's no reason there's no reason to like be upset about stuff like this. There's no reason to be like, oh, why are they doing this? Why? It's like at the end of the day, like everybody knows that there are some places that the conditions are bad there. Yeah. And instead of complaining about how they're going to become worse, you should be angry that they've been bad all along. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like you shouldn't be like, oh, well, they're going to get worse now. But it's like, fuck, they shouldn't have been bad to begin with. You know? Yeah. This is like, it's a beautiful land. It's a beautiful country. It's a lot of resources. The whole Middle East is beautiful. I a lot of resources there. It's like, why are they? Why are the people struggling if there's so much resources? Yeah, exactly. Like, think about it. Here, there's legit no like there's in Canada. Although there's a lot of oil and there's mm -hmm. a lot of clean water, so Canada is a pretty rich country. But Canada is not even as rich as I don't think. I don't think. Yeah, they're definitely not as rich as the countries in the Middle East. But it's like Canada is like such a progressed country. And I don't mean progressive in the whole like freaking social justice warrior ass way, but <laughs> progressive in the way where it's like, yo, it's you're, you're living in a society that's proper, a society where people respect each other and everybody's open and it's diverse. And it's, I think it's a diversity that makes Canada the country it is. Yeah, but it's like my point being is that you're not worried here. You're not worried about you know somebody bombing you, or yeah. you're not worried about like walking outside and getting killed in the middle of the night. And it's like that's that's. You know how freaking crazy that is that we're not worried about walking outside and getting killed. It's, yeah, it's amazing. Like that's, that's we don't under like we don't understand how unbelievable that is. 
Like mm-hmm. there's some countries where you cannot walk outside because you will get killed if you walk out in the dark. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like it's like to that degree. So it's like this goes to show you how well developed Canada is. And they you know, developed a, like a structure for yeah. that to avoid that from happening. But that made me realize that it's beyond money. Like like actual change is beyond money. It's about a collective uh it's about a collective mindset. You know, mm-hmm. when the mindset of everybody is towards uh, is towards embetterment, then you actually get a better society because everybody wants to be better and everybody wants to do better. You know what I mean? So it's like here I notice in Canada, people actually care about the land. People actually care about the country. People actually care about the government. People care. They hold them accountable. They do. In the Middle East, it's like, oh, I'm just kind of doing my thing. Yeah, you know, until it starts affecting them, like to a point where they can't live anymore and they can't function, that's when they come out and they protest. You know, but if it's affecting their neighbor and it's not affecting them, they're just like, whatever. You know, although they're very like Arabs are very compassionate people from from what I've seen. You know what I mean? Very compassionate, very caring, very like uh, benevolent, very giving. But at the same time, it's like, you know. You got to you got to do better as like a country. This is from a country standpoint. It's like, what the hell is going on in these places, man? Yeah, honestly, it's like a lot of Lebanese people living here and living in other countries other than Lebanon. Um, a lot of them immigrate to these countries because of like because they because of the how the system is there, and like they would go back to Lebanon in a second if like if everything went back. Went, when yeah okay. i think a lot of them a would. lot of them would and like i think but i think but i think a lot of them wouldn't i think a lot of a lot of arab people that live mm-hmm. here they've just gotten so accustomed to it and they're just i very, mean the people that were born a, here a I lot don't of arab, so, but. a lot of a lot of arabs now are very whitewashed to be honest with you oh yeah that's very true. whitewashed it's like we live in like a like a it's just everybody gets got so westernized it's like they're so used to to a certain degree i think I kind of got a little bit westernized. I think I am too. <laughs> but I want to say that I'm whitewashed because I'm not. Because I can still live there. Like if I if I actually had to go back, I could probably still live yeah, there. Yeah, you know what? But I've just gotten used to it here. But mm. fuck the cold weather, man. I can't stand the cold weather. Yeah, me too. I've talked to a couple like Lebanese people. Like every Lebanese person that I talked to, uh, that I asked like, if they would ever like live in Lebanon, they all tell me, hell no, because there's no jobs. It's It's like just a place to go on vacation, but it's not a place to live. But me personally, personally, I think I would be able to live there. Mm-hmm. My cousin uh, just moved there recently, and she's been having a good time. I think it depends on the person, like especially which area you're living living in. Like she's not living in the village, so she's living in the in the city in Beirut. Mm. So she's having a great time. Yeah, I think it, I think it just depends on the mentality you yeah. have. And- I think I might be whitewashed because when I went to Iraq, mm-hmm. I, I I enjoyed it. It was like I had a lot of fun there. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking, but I was like, yeah, I can. I don't think I could ever live here. I just can't. Well, Iraq is different because I feel like they're even like more behind than Lebanon. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, yeah no, def- definitely, definitely. Yeah, they're definitely behind. Like if they terms- if they progress as well, I'm I'm sure that they'll. Yeah, because you know, it's a beautiful country. Like the land, uh, the whole Middle East is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. But it's just like the, the the collective mindset and the. The government situation, it's so behind. It's like, fuck. The government are... situation in Iraq is even worse. Oh, there's, it's the worst. Oh, don't even get me started on that. Man. Don't even get me started. It's the worst. They're literally the biggest thieves you'll find. 
Yeah. You know what, though? Honestly, I was thinking, I really hope that once everything finishes up in Lebanon, that the other Middle the other Middle Eastern countries will get inspired by that and decide to step up as well. Yeah. Although Iraq did do, do that. They did do They're protests. Still protesting. They're still protesting, yeah. but they turn off their internet. Yeah. There, there's no... Uh, I think they're, Wi-Fi or yeah, they're, they're more pissed because now they can't use WhatsApp. <laughs> 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 they're so mad that I can't use WhatsApp without. I just no, um, but I think I think they're um, I don't know the, I don't know the updates on on that situation, but I feel like the news is just so like on to the next, on to the next. It's yeah, like it goes from true. Iraq and then let's focus on Lebanon. Tomorrow's gonna yeah. focus on like pray for Argentina or like freaking pray for you know freaking. Wisconsin or some shit, you know, whatever. The, the news is always shifting. In Iraq, though, is the pro- was the protest as big as Lebanon, though? Was it that big? It was big, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Like the whole country is like. Yeah, it was huge. But the government, like, according to the media, I don't know, oh. fucking from there in specific, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I, I don't think I talked with my fans about it yet. That's in Iraq. But I'm from the media, from at least what the media shows. The media could be full of shit, but from what the media showed, it was it was huge. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it is what it is. You know, at the end of the day, it's like when you get when you fuck with a with a group of people for that long, then but they uh, you gotta expect them to 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 fight back type of thing. Um, what did I want to say? <laughs> but in uh, Iraq, though, I heard the government like fought back. Did anything like bomb them or like shoot them? I have no idea. I, according to the media, that's what I heard. Probably, I don't know. I've seen that also on... Because uh, those people are making a lot of money. I'm sure that a revolution would fuck up their money. So, of course, I mean, they, yeah. they would be pissed type of thing. So, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if they did do something like that. Do but like I haven't I haven't even looked into it. Like, I don't know shit about what's going on. Mm-hmm. I do know that, like, I did hear that a couple of people did get killed. But I don't know that the details of, of what's actually going on over there. But it's fucked up, man. Everybody's fucked up. Uh, but speaking of politics, dude, the elections here are coming up. Who are you voting for? It's tomorrow, no? Tomorrow is the, the voting day. Yeah, I mean, you can vote earlier, but I think tomorrow and after tomorrow? Yeah, so right now it's between, like, conservative. Uh, it's about between conservative, liberal, and communism. Communism? <laughs> no, because they, they, they always joke and they say that uh, NDP is communist. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's like... Oh, really? Like, I didn't know that. Why? The, Why did they say that? They say, I don't know. They say that they're very communist in their beliefs. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's like the the running joke. And then Trudeau oh, like, is getting a lot of hate. Like You didn't even watch that uh, the video I sent you. Oh. Of the, oh, my God. You guys should all watch the election video on YouTube. It's hilarious. I feel like, like hilarious. Dude, I, I'm, I like, like these, I'm like, these are the people that are, like, running to be uh, our prime minister. They're jokes, aren't they? I'm like, what? These are the people that are running to be our prime minister? It's a joke. They're not even talking about what's what they're gonna do good. They're more talking about what what the other person is gonna do bad. They're yeah. like, oh, don't vote for him; he's bad. Yeah. They're not even talking about what they're gonna do good. Bro, it's like you look at politics nowadays. Ever since Donald Trump, it's been a freaking joke. Yeah. Like nowadays, with like they're all on TikTok, they're all on social media trying to like. What even is TikTok? <laughs> I don't know. It's that like weird little app. It's like kind of like Vine or some shit. I don't even know what it is. Oh my I'm god! I'm too old for that. Isn't it weird? We're too old for. I don't what's even know. Nowadays. <laughs> We're too old for us. Maybe we should get on TikTok. But like everybody, everybody's like doing the most for like some votes. You know, like everybody's trying to 
even the politicians are trying to yeah. like do the most type of thing but it's just like they're trying to get the you, young people's votes yeah, it's like you look at that and you're just like what the fuck are these people these are the people that are going to be running the country you're just on sitting, sitting there on tiktok or you're you know what i mean yeah <laughs> so it's like the whole like social media like it's just it's, it's bringing like a new wave of like politics you know and it's just yeah weird. it's so different right because like you don't even right now you're not even vote like nobody's really really voting for uh, they're not voting for like the 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 what they're what the politicians are implementing they're mm-hmm. voting for like their personalities like like the, yeah, the, that's the true. like for Jagmi, everybody likes him and they like him because he has good personality they like for who the the indian guy oh yeah they like yeah him. honestly i liked his personality too from like what i what i've heard from him yeah they like him because they're because per- of his personality but it's like he seems like a nice person <laughs> yeah I know, but I mean, anybody can seem like a nice person. I know, but in I comparison know, to the rest. I don't, but it's like, at the end of the day, you're not voting for a nice person. You're voting for who the fuck's going to lead the country. But it's like, I'm not familiar with the dude's laws. So I don't know yeah. if yeah, he's actually going to implement some he good shit. He was talking but, about, the, about, medical, about the medical law. Um, in the video that I was watching, he was talking about how a lot of people uh, can't afford to buy medication. Mm. And because of that, they suffer. So he wants to make medication free. I think for low-income people or just in general free for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, so he wants to implement that. He thinks it's like it's not fair for people who can't afford medication. Did you see the video of the of the, the guy that came up to him? And he's like, hey, cut your turban off. You'd look more Canadian. Oh, yeah, I heard Did of that. Did you see that video? What Did that you watch about? the video? No, I didn't watch the video. Oh. But he answered back very respectfully. He handled it very well. He's like, sir, we're Canadians and this is how we do our thing. And, you know, go fuck yourself. <laughs> okay, he just yeah. said some shit like that. Yeah, and the, that. Guy, the guy was like, what? Oh, yeah, but, he answered very respectfully. Yeah. He's, it's, it's, he's, he's good. Like, he's good at, like, handling himself in front uh, of camera. What do you... Oh, my God. People who are like that, like... People who look at immigrants and they're like, oh, go back to your country. But I don't think he's not an immigrant. He can't be an immigrant. He's not born. immigrant, but just uh foreign. Like yeah, minorities. Like yeah, I'm just okay, talking okay, about okay. people from okay. foreign countries. Oh yeah, yeah. Like okay. people who people from here, like white people who look at foreign people who are here and tell them to go back to their country. Yeah. Honestly, w- f- the foreign people that came to Canada, the immigrants, were the ones who shaped this. If it wasn't for him, if it wasn't for us, we wouldn't. They wouldn't have shawarma. <laughs> they, those same people are the people that are going to Shawarma Palace, buying shawarma, and then they go on Instagram, Twitter, and like shit on Arabs. And go back to your country. <laughs> this girl really used shawarma as an argument. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Just goes to tell you how powerful they, shawarma is. <laughs> Yeah, they talk about how much they oh, love oh shawarma god. and then they like shit on their ass. Oh my god. If it wasn't no. for us, you guys wouldn't enjoy shawarma as much, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what? Honestly, it's not, I noticed that it's like... And it's not even... Like the white people who are here, they're originally from France or from England. Yeah. This isn't even their land either. It's Bro, it's the native people's land. But I feel bad for like white people are getting the like they're it's all getting thrown on like white people. It's more than just white people. Like it's just there's actually a lot of people that are that are on that like anti-minority wave. And some of them are even minorities. Like you see a lot of like uh older Lebanese guys or older Arab guys that have been here <laughs> for a long time and they're just like, Yeah, I don't want fucking immigrants to come. You know what I mean? Like I know some people that are immigrants, yeah, and they've gotten their citizenships, oh, and they're just like, oh, I don't want these fucking Syrians to come. See if they're it's like what? It's because <laughs> you're they, you're just an immigrant. Yeah, they were an immigrant. Oh shoot! 
Yeah, don't break my life. <laughs> yeah, like they were once immigrants too that came to the country. Now that they're here, they don't want other people to come. Yeah, it's that's, so that, annoying. That's selfish. Yeah, it's like there's a lot of people. So it's, you know, it's that mindset. It's it's beyond like a specific race. It's just a freaking stupid ideology. Yeah, you know. And to be honest with you, like they got that's too why, comfortable being here. That's why when we get to like you know when a lot of people talk about conservatives. There's a lot of things that they're doing that actually are pretty solid. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, lower taxes. Oh, that sounds very enticing. They're lowering taxes? Yeah. And there's there's a few other things that I don't know off the top of my head because I don't know shit about politics. And yeah. I, I hate, to be honest with you, like, I, I don't like I don't to, like politics I don't either. like filling my mind up with that shit because I know it's all bullshit at the end of the day. Like, no matter who, no matter who you vote for. There's it's the always, same shit, realistically. I mean, Maybe a little bit no, of changes, no, some but it's are the same than, shit overall. Some people are better than others, but at the same time, it's kind of like, even the ones that are better, they, they're pretty sneaky themselves. They have some they have some sneakiness yeah. under their sleeve. Yeah. Because here's the thing. like I feel like the problem with politics is that people get too attached to an ideology. Mm-hmm. And instead of realizing that Okay, a conservative may have a point in this thing, but they don't have a point in this thing. Like they're right in this, but they're wrong in that. Or yeah. I'm a liberal and the liberal is right in this and they're wrong in that. They're just like, oh no, that's a liberal. He's wrong on everything that he says. But that's not true. It's like you gotta Did take it-, it on case like if there's some issues where it's like, okay, we gotta adapt this because it's the best for everybody. And there's some situations where we gotta adapt that because that's what's the best for everybody. So it's like what I about wish, Green Party? Oh, Green Party can kiss my ass. What? Honestly, I would have voted for them, but the only thing that that's stopping me is I feel like they're gonna do a lot for bro. They're gonna a, do a lot the, for the environment and not and not, nothing else, nothing for the rest. They're they're gonna. I don't know their, shit about the Green Party, but they're never gonna win. They can kiss my butt. Wow! Don't say that. I want to, honestly. I want them to kiss my butt. Shut up! Don't say that. I know. I know. I know. I'm sorry. But they can kiss my butt. Shut up. Okay, we're ending this. This is not getting on our podcast. But they can kiss my butt. Okay. Thank you for listening. I'm ending it. And if you like the green party, you can kiss my butt. Shut up. At least they care about the environment. The environment can kiss my butt. I'm just joking that I love the environment and I love my baby girl. <laughs> my baby girl can kiss my butt. <laughs> and that concludes today's episode. <laughs> Thank you for listening to uh, Living Your Best Life podcast. Uh, no, you're not allowed to talk anymore. This is now officially my podcast. Ahmed's officially out of the podcast. You kicked me out of the podcast? Yeah, no okay, negativity fine. out here. Okay, fine. I won't, I won't talk. Apologize to the listeners. Okay. Me and my butt apologize to all the people that we offended. If you're offended, you kiss my Shut up. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Okay, bye, everybody. You know, I'll just <laughs> say anything say else. I d- end it. Just end that. I don't want to do this anymore. I can't stop myself. <laughs> okay, have yourselves a wonderful Monday. Well, this is going to be posted Sunday night, but if you're listening to this on Monday, have yourselves an amazing Monday. Peace. Bye. Don't say anything else. I'm okay? not going to say-